I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I respond to it. Welcome back to another episode of the Limitless Athlete Podcast. My name is Tom Foxley and I'm the founder of Mindset Rx. What I want to be showing you today is how to drop your negative mindset. It sounds um, incredibly simple when you put it like that. And this is a journey that requires nuance and it requires an individual approach because mindset is a one size fits one solution. But the framework that I am going to outline here is single-handedly the most impactful and performance-changing methodology and perspective that you can have um, in in your mind. Like it's the one thing that our athletes, time and time again, they say that's the thing that changed my mindset. Like we did everything that we did to get to this point, but this mentality, this switch, this perspective was the thing that single-handedly changed my mindset the most. And this is a thing that allows people to drop that story that once they believed was part of them, but now they can see it's just a story and they don't have to believe it and they don't have to act it out because it's not them. So today I want to show you this. So essentially I'm going to say, I'm going to show you how to get rid of those stories what you need to do to get rid of them, like how you can stop that story, that belief that you've had your whole life from interfering with your performance um, ever again. Like you, you don't need it there. And I'm going to show you the steps to do that. I'm going to show you the four steps of creating change, which I've spoken about before, but I'm going to show you how it works in, in this. Um, I'm going to be introducing a topic called, um, or a, a framework called bound nature and free nature. Bound is in wrapped up and restricted. And like, you know what that feels like. That's, when you're not being you and you're acting out one of these stories and free nature, when you're performing optimally, when you're performing at your best. And that's a framework that I first learned from my mentors, Brian Grasso and Carrie Campbell. But it's a framework that is so impactful and so beneficial to athletes, um, especially when you're trying to do something you haven't done before, whether you are kind of um, chasing down your dream physique or whether you are looking for a happier healthier lifestyle or whether you're trying to win the crossfit games this is this is the framework that helps people the most it's consistently the biggest change for athletes it's consistently the biggest change point and if you if you apply this properly you're going to be in a point where you can drop that story that you believe that you can finally separate yourself from it. There's something that be- felt so intrinsically part of you that you really disliked, to be honest, it becomes uh, something that you can drop at any point. It becomes a less integral part of you. So let's get to it. The first step in this journey, actually, before we get to the first step, let me remind you, webinar with Khan Porter coming out. Um, 
the house train your mindset we're going to be going over a complete framework of the rrp method that we use to train our athletes and actually training your mindset there and then too it's um, something I'm really looking forward to. And there's still time to register. It's on um, Thursday, the 17th of November, if you are a UK resident. Um, Friday, the 18th, if you're in Australia or kind of in the future in any way. Um, and yeah, there's a um, limited number of tickets. I think we're coming up to our capacity, but there's still a little bit of space. So go and get that. And you can, um, you'll can you get a free recording as well. So you, you will um, be able to access the recording of that webinar at any point. Um, so that's there. And um, yeah, let's get on with the show. So step one in transforming this journey or transforming your mentality, dropping that negative mindset. It's a testing phase. It's learning to observe the thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, and behaviors without getting wrapped up in them. What we're trying to do here is create some separation between you and your thoughts. So you can start to observe them. And also, so you, like, you're really starting to study yourself as if you've never met yourself before. You're starting to study yourself. Like, what do you get up to? What are your thoughts really like? Like, kind of become scientific about it. What comes up most frequently? What's most harmful to your performance? Is it thoughts like, I can't do this? Or is it thoughts like, I'm never going to be good enough? Or thoughts like, I don't belong in this situation? Or is it thoughts like, man, this sucks. This is hard. This is too heavy. Uh, like, what are those thoughts like? Are they victimhood? Are they overly optimistic? Like, oh, I'll be fine. I don't need to worry about it. Like, what, what kind of thoughts come up that really limit you? What kind of emotions, too? What emotions stand out to you? Are you constantly lethargic and kind of depressive and, and sad about life? Or are you overly buoyant and, or kind of like, over, like carefree to the point of it not helping you? Now, we're trying to pick up these non-serving stories and get rid of them through observation um you anxious fearful stressed out we got to get to grips with those emotions physical sensations too what does your body feel like make a make a study like you've you spent so long living in your body that maybe you've stopped feeling what it actually feels like maybe you pushed it all away so get to know it again same with behaviors what do you do what do you get up to when you're acting out a story that doesn't help you, what do you actually do? So our first step is this testing phase. Study yourself as though you've never met yourself before. Make a kind of um, an individual case study of yourself. See what's happening. So our objective here is that you have a clear list of thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, and behaviors that don't serve you anymore. And you might do this through journaling which is a great way to do it because it's it's very easy to observe you might do this through watching what thoughts and emotions come up in um in workouts or your challenging situations and you might do this through meditation like we're just trying to watch we're trying to observe the next thing to do the second and third step kind of combined is see which of these occur together. There'll be certain patterns and certain clumps of behavior that will kind of fit together. It's like, when I feel I'm not good enough, I feel extreme anxiety and fear, which leads to the behavior of cutting reps um, or not giving full um, effort in my, in my workout, um, which leads to the physical sensation 
of kind of anxiety and stressiness um or maybe and then that leads to another story which is like lethargy slowness sluggish and you feel defeated the thoughts are i'm never going to be good enough i've i've really screwed this up um and like i've missed my opportunity and maybe you see they start to clump together so you'll notice out of all your thoughts and emotions and physical sensations they'll wrap themselves into kind of neat little bundles um maybe not neat little bundles, maybe slightly messy, jaggedy little bundles, but they will be bundles and they'll kind of cluster together. They'll have their own gravitational pull. And what's creating that gravitational pull is the story that they represent. We need to identify that story eventually. We need to see what it really believes. And so at this point in your how to train your mindset, how to drop your negative mindset journey, you want to have these distinct clusters of thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, and behaviors that show up together. When you do that, you can become more aware of them. The kind of step 2A or step 3 or step 2B, sorry, here is like you're trying to essentially see that these show up in roles, ways of acting, like stories that you're acting out. They're characters that are, you, are not you, that you are acting out like characters that are, you're performing it's a role it's not really you this is why i feel so shitty when you experience them because they're not you like these roles are roles they're you've probably seen them acted out in other by other people or they arrive to protect you from a challenging situation uh, when you're more vulnerable so you develop these and they're kind of useful tools but then they they run their course eventually you want to identify the story at the heart of it and a good way to because because you're so close to the problem you might struggle to identify what that story is so again we practice observing yourself as if you're someone you've never met before and ask yourself what story would someone who acted thought and felt like this believe what would they believe about themselves what they believe about the world and it's usually something that disempowers, if that's the word, um, or if that's even a word, disempowered or reduces the autonomy of that person. It's something that renders you helpless, useless, um, or kind of unable to affect your own reality. So figure out what that story is. Have a little deep dive into it. What's the story you believe? And as a hint, a shortcut, it's usually something around, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be here. I'll be socially rejected, something like that. So we've got step one, testing, figuring out, observing, again, the lay of the land, seeing what thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, behaviors show up. Then step two is clumping them together and figuring out what story links certain aspects of it. What is that? Where did it come from? What are its triggers? How does it show up? Like um, what actions are likely to um, compound it that you do or that you perform? So that's step two a and step two b step step two c i think step three kind of is to put these into roles and i like to make these into characters i'll I'll give you one of mine ian the invincible Ian the invincible was a character that i developed a, a way of acting that i developed that stopped me from in workouts especially from displaying vulnerability but also my relationships too i like part of what took me into the Royal Marines is I wanted to make myself invincible. I wanted to make myself undamageable. But I did this not by 
conquering my inner demons, but by wrapping myself up in this shell of protectionism behavior, something like that, some that wouldn't let softness to be seen. And actually, it did so much harm, so much more harm than good because I didn't let myself get into failure. I didn't open myself up to receiving feedback and learning, and I didn't open myself up to vulnerability in my relationship. And it, it really like created some struggle here. So what you want to do is create these kind of roles. And like I can see in the invincible, actually, I can, I can see what he looks like and I get to know him really well. So when he shows up now, like you never really get rid of these bound natures. You never really um, completely um, disprove them and drop them 100%. They're always somewhere in the background trying to wriggle their way back in. But I know how to work with Ian now. I know what to say to him. I know what to speak, uh, how to speak to him, how to act to get rid of him and, and let him know that he isn't needed there. And you want to be able to create this role that you can see, that you can recognize, just like someone walking into the room, that you can recognize who they are um, and create some separation between you and them because, like, really, you are not them. You are like that was just a way of acting that you picked up to protect you. And also, like, you'll notice in The Invincible, it's kind of like a, crappy superhero character like i'm trivializing a bit like you don't always have to be when you're working through mindset stuff lying down on a therapist's couch and crying your eyes through it like sometimes that's really important sometimes it's a it's a part of the journey that you need to go through but not everything has to be so um emotionally charged create some triviality there like <laughs> life is a Life is a strange experience, and as an athlete as well, you can you can see that this isn't the the be all and end all of your life. Like there's there's more important things that will come along. So create some some triviality there. Like create some separation between you and laugh about it. Like see that it's just it, this is all a ludicrous opportunity that we have to exist at this time on Earth, and like see if what it is. It's not this thing that's fixed in motion or fixed in place like you can change this and it's it can you can make it into a game too so step 2c or step 3 is create these bound nature roles like create a a way of thinking let's quickly jump into bound nature and free nature because this is the topic that i think creates so much change for our athletes you've got two ways of being in the world and two ways that your performance is going to be categorized into Think back to your best performances ever. At this point, you're experiencing free nature. Free nature is when everything is from a mental, emotional perspective. It's all good. You are taking the actions. You're taking risks. You're doing things. You are, um, you're self-motivating. You're driven. You feel like aggressive in your workouts, but you're not like overly anxious. You feel assured. You feel confident in your abilities. You're going to not worry. You're not running someone else's race. You're just pushing yourself. Like even if shit happens, like, okay, I'm going to move on. I'm going to crush this. Like the thoughts are things like you can do this. I've got this. Keep going. Um, the emotions are kind of this confidence, self-assuredness, self-belief, self-trust. The physical sensations is probably like energized without feeling anxious. The um, physical sense, uh, sorry, the the behaviors are just doing what you need to do, sticking to the plan, not cutting reps, not um, not failing reps. It's doing the work, or if you do fail reps, just getting back to it. So that's that's free nature. You know what that feels like because you've touched it frequently. Then we have bound nature. Bound nature is a way of acting. And it's one of these roles. 
bound nature is a way of acting that does not serve you at this point. Its thoughts could be like, you've got to be careful here because they're going to be so wrapped up in who you believe you are, but they're not you. But the thoughts could be things like, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be here. Um, thoughts could be even like, oh, I don't need to worry about that. Or I'm screwed anyway. So what's the point of trying? Um, this kind of might be like a res resignment to failure or to not being good enough. The emotions will be things like um, sadness, depression, but also anxiety, fear, stress. Um, they might be like despondency, like all kinds of emotions that do not serve you, do not help you move forwards. Physical sensations, like I used to get like shots of anxiety through my hand that signified that I was in bound nature. Like this, like it felt like an electrical, like adrenaline pulsing through my body. Butterflies, like palpitations, were a huge trigger for me. Like I, I could feel them in there. Um, you might feel like tension, headaches, migraines. You might butterflies in your stomach. And behaviors, anything non-serving screwing up in your nutrition planning, not doing your mobility, um, taking shortcuts in workouts. Um, what else could, could there be? Um, could be just missing lifts that you know you can hit, um, but you're not committing to. Um, the holding back, not not finding the right intensity, over pushing and, and like redlining the first few minutes because you're trying to compete. This is bound nature. And you're either in bound nature or free nature at any point in your life and the thing is free nature is always accessible to you and i was trying to think of a a way to explain this on the way to a seminar that i was giving in i think it was in germany or maybe the netherlands a while back years ago in fact and weirdly enough i was actually in a big bound nature phase at the time i was feeling like i like just why can't i get this i was so frustrated at not being able to find a good example for bound nature and it was actually putting me further into bound nature just just experiencing the whole time and i was about to fly out to this the seminar that i was going to give and it was raining and it was heavy and it was cloudy and my thoughts and emotions they exactly represented that mood got in the plane got frust like even more frustrated the plane took off and i was like journaling about it trying to force it to happen we popped through the clouds, and as we popped through the clouds, the sun was just rising across the horizon and beautiful blue sky above us. I thought, this is the exact metaphor for free nature and bound nature I need. The free nature is the sun, the blue sky that's always above the clouds. Your bound nature is the clouds, and you think that you're completely in it and you're never going to be able to get out of it. But if you accept that it's there, and let yourself go on the journey you need to go to. Feel those emotions quickly. Let like recognize the thoughts. You can drop that. You can get out of it. The the half life of emotion is very short once you actually feel it. So observe that, see that, and know that free nature is always there for you. Always, always, always. No matter how bad the situation, you can feel it. Free nature does not mean being stoic and not feeling any emotion. Free nature means despite feeling the emotion you still act in your own best interest and you give yourself the grace and the self-trust to feel what you're feeling so we have to learn that our bound nature comes in roles in stories 
the bound nature is usually a, an interface of our story that I should be able to fix this. I should be good enough. I should be better. I'm not good enough. Is that coming to fruition in the outside world through your thoughts, emotions, physical sensations, and behaviors? Step four is the most important step here. It's more awareness. The big mistake that athletes make in anything they do, and actually screw athletes here, the big mistakes that humans make in in everything that we do is we rush the four A's of change. We go from acceptance, I need to change, to what can I do to change? I need to change right now, what am I going to do? So accountability, missing out the step in between, which is awareness. If you don't build up enough awareness of the problem, you'll just flip-flop between accepting that you need to change, trying to force a change to happen, and then screwing up and going back to the same starting place, then accepting you need to change, forcing new behavior, taking accountability, and then screwing up again. We need awareness. We need more awareness in there. So awareness, you just need to practice catching that bound nature as frequently as possible without judgment, without resentment without trying to force it away, just experiencing it in its fullness. Get to know it. Get to know that character. Like At the end of the day, that character is actually a very compassionate part of yourself that was trying to protect you when you were vulnerable. That's why the story is there. That's why it exists. So your job is to get to know it. Thank it for being there, but you're not needed anymore. You don't need to talk to it, but just get to know it. Witness it. Step, whatever the next step is, <laughs> maybe four, maybe five. Um, once you've got to recognize it and see it's there, you'll naturally start to push it away, change your behavior to it, and think that it's a, a bad thing. Your job here is to practice non-reactivity. See it without panicking, without thinking it's a bad thing, without categorizing it as good or bad. Know that it will pass eventually. It's like a stack of dominoes is falling. You're not trying to reroute the domino path. You just want to put your hand in there and stop them all tipping over to protect the next bit. Develop non-reactivity. Don't force yourself. Just stop, assess, see where you are. And then the final step here, take some tiny actions. Once you've really practiced that, and I don't want to rush through that, that phase of awareness, the catching it, knowing it as bound nature roles, seeing as you're like, am I in bound nature or free nature? Asking yourself that throughout the day, um, practicing that non-reactivity when you are in bound nature. That is what will create change. Change just will happen after that. But one thing you can do to encourage that is to take small actions that disprove the story. If you believe you're not good enough, recount your wins at the end of the day. If you believe that you can't push hard enough, choose one moment in your workout to push harder. If you believe that you're crap at gymnastics, do a small bit of gymnastics that slowly improves and slowly makes progress. Um, so you can argue with that story. Like The story isn't true and you need to prove it to be wrong. So take those small actions. That's the steps. It's very, very simple. The one that everyone misses is awareness. So you, you go acceptance, awareness is the big piece, accountability, and then adaptation just happens. We're going to be going into way more depth of that with Calm Porter, um, not necessarily through the idea of bound nature and free nature, but through the idea of identity, which is a different lens to come at this through. If you haven't got your tickets yet to the webinar, 
make sure you turn up, get your tickets. Um, you can do that by heading to our Instagram profile and checking out the link at the top there. And yeah, sign up 49 US dollars. Um, if you don't like it, we'll give you your money back. Although I have no worries about that happening at all. Like it's so much value in there that it's ridiculous. Um, and we'll be actively coaching you in this as well. And it's a chance to get a lot of help for your mentality. So yeah, and Khan's going to bring the athlete side of it as well. The perspective of what it takes to do this at the CrossFit Games. Like how do you, how do you get to that level? Anyway, team. I'm going to leave you for another episode, um, another week even, and I'll see you next week for another episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, which is MindsetRx, so MindsetRxd. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, do that too. Shoot me a message. I want to know what you think about this episode, what you think about the podcast as a whole, um, what you'd like to hear about, because I can't just create this in a vacuum. I, like, I, I'm using what our athletes are dealing with in order to um, to shape the direction of this, but yeah, I, I need your input too. So let me know what you, what you want to hear about. Do you want to hear about specifically in workouts? Do you want to hear in pre-competition prep? Like, what do you need to know? Um, and that would be good. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Tom Foxley, Tom F-O-X-L-E-Y. And I'll see you soon for another episode of the Limitless Athlete Podcast. Mm-hmm.